Hello, hello, greetings once again. Welcome, welcome back to my channel. In one of the episodes, I spoke about false humility versus true confidence. And I spoke from the book of Colossians chapter 2, verse 18 to 23. And I know that many of you have been blessed by that, but I would like to talk a little bit more about the false humility part. How do we recognize that we have that and how do we combat that? False humility is simply you devaluing yourself to make yourself look humble. I think that's the best definition that I could give you because you are appearing to be humble, you're sounding, you're saying all the right words, but really in your heart, you're craving for recognition, attention. So what are some of the ways that we can combat this and identify that we have this issue? Sometimes you can be so confident, but yet there are times when you just want to hide under the bed. You don't want to be seen by anybody. You don't want to be hurt by anybody. You just want to be by yourself. There are times when there is strength and you feel confident. You're not necessarily confident, but you feel confident. But if it's not dealt on the inside, it's just a matter of time that that will catch up to you. When we hear the word, there's a sort of strength and confidence that comes into your spirit. But then when you go back, you start having those mindsets, those attacks again, when your mind has been not fully renewed. Because something about false humility is that you catch yourself doing things out of the way just to please people. Sometimes you want to please others in the name of keeping them happy or in the name of love. But on the inside, you are not doing this because you truly enjoy it, but you're doing this just to keep them happy. So that way you don't have to face any rejection. But is that really the humility that you're supposed to be walking in. You know, the Bible talks a lot about staying humble and being humble and humble yourself before the Lord because God is drawn to humility, but there is a true humility and there is a fake humility. So how do we recognize that this is actually humility or this is actually a fake humility? One of the things is how is your heart? Are you always grumpy and complaining and always being negative? Because one of the things is that when you're not grateful for the little things that the Lord has blessed you with, but you're complaining about every little things, you're nitpicking about every situation, you're always wondering, oh, if I was here, I would have been happier. Or if I was in this job, I would have been happier. Or if I was in a better house, I would have been happier. Or if I was in a different place I would have been happier if I had a different spouse I would have been happier things like that you can be a very humble person but that does not necessarily mean that you are really being humble because you are constantly being ungrateful for the things that God has blessed you with for the little things but you focus on all the negativity around you when Peter betrayed Jesus he was feeling a lot of guilt. He was condemned. He never could come out of that, which is why he went back to his fishing job. That was the very thing that the Lord had called him out of. In fact, he gave up his fishing job when Jesus called him to become his disciple. But he went back to the very old thing that the Lord had really delivered from and set free from. Why? 
because he was trying to be humble. He was like, I don't deserve to do the work of the Lord. I need to go back to my fishing job. If you and I were in Peter's position, we would have done the same thing because we are being humble. Or he could have gone on his knees and asked the Holy Spirit, God, I messed up. I really messed up this time. I need one more chance. Jesus was so good to him that he came back to Peter and he helped him through that. Jesus was merciful and he appeared to him after his death and called Peter and asked him to cast the net. You know that story, you've read it in your Bible. Obviously, Peter was being genuine, but still he was too caught up with self-pity that he was beating himself because this was the very Peter who was willing to die for Jesus. He was the very Peter that cut the soldier's ears. There was such boldness in Peter, but when it came to reality, when he was in, in a situation where it was life and death, he chickened out and he denied Jesus three times. And that is why all that led him to go back to his old life. So do you catch yourself doing that? When you experience certain failure, do you feel like you don't deserve to do anything that the Lord has called you? Or you don't deserve to be in ministry? Or you don't deserve to be married? Or you don't deserve these blessings? Because why? That is our mind. That is us devaluing ourselves to an extent where we are saying, God, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm full of mess. There is a sort of humility that God will still reach out. Like in Peter's case, I believe that it was not fake humility. I believe that genuinely he was feeling condemned. That is why I believe that Jesus gave Peter an opportunity to come back because he knew the heart. But then there are some people who... In the name of humility, you have these thoughts in your mind, but actually in your heart, you're longing for attention. Maybe it could be a position or a title that you feel entitled with. You feel like, no, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be doing this job. But then you feel some sort of entitlement and you in a way hold on to that position where it becomes your identity. Sometimes you hold on to these positions and titles and power because they come and go. If your self-worth is based on what you do, on your positions and your titles, let me tell you, you're going to be disappointed because your self-worth does not come from what you do, but it comes from who you are in Christ Jesus. Your self-worth has to come from a place knowing that the Lord is equipped you and with you and his hand is on you. And whether you do this or that, whether you have this position or power, these are not the factors that will determine you. Because at the end of the day, it is not these things that can fulfill you, but knowing your value and worth. And lastly, self-isolating. Many a times when somebody struggles with fake humility, they sometimes don't like to seek help. They try to figure this on their own, thinking they can do this on their own. And they don't need anybody because they feel like they are good to go. They can handle this by themselves. But let me tell you, child of God, you and I are not called to 
live this life alone. We are called to serve and we are called for fellowship. We are called to mingle with people and not isolate ourselves because isolation will always lead to destruction. The book of Proverbs talks about it. So in the name of humility, oh, I don't want to trouble anybody or I don't want to trouble my leaders. In the name of humility, you are withdrawing yourself from your own breakthrough and your own blessing. As much as you feel like you're doing the right thing by being humble, sometimes it can lead to a bigger error in your life. So I hope that this has helped you to recognize the areas where you can work on your self-worth, on humility, the right kind of humility, the true humility, where your heart and your posture is right before the Lord. I hope that this will help you to break out of this mindset that you will continue to recognize fake humility and religious spirit and legalism and study the book of Colossians chapter 2 from 18 to 20 where it talks about fake humility, which I had spoken about in the previous video. So go watch that if you haven't already. And I pray that this will bring light to many situations in your life and you will be able to look into your spirit and look into your heart and recognize the areas that you need to work on. Until we meet again, stay under the mighty hand of God. God bless and shalom.